Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. Our friend Rhett Harmon joined us for a taste of social, our third social genius virtual event, and the wisdom he shared about how he used social media to grow his local brand and built his team by wearing fun suits. His strategy of consistent content and pairing social media with a quarterly direct mail campaign can be replicated. Tune in and find out how you can use your passion and steal his success strategy in order to build your business in 2023. Uh, Red Harmon, man, welcome. Hey, I'm what's up, Red? What's going on, guys? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Thanks, and then I just got back from from Georgia, and I was spending a day with Rhett, and we had a great time and did some cool stuff with his team. Uh, for those of you that don't know Rhett Harmon, first of all, like we're going to tell you with every speaker today, make sure you go follow them. Uh, Rhett does things so incredibly unique still to this day. When Tristan and I both met Rhett, probably around the same time a number of years ago, you know, he just stood out. And and it's because you see right over his his left shoulder there because that's part it's not of my it. closet. It's my office. <laughs> this is his office. Those are all of his suits. And and what him and his team put together in terms of marketing and how they utilize it to to differentiate and brand themselves is so incredibly unique. And I told Rhett when I was just there with him, I'm like, I'm shocked that nobody has copied what you're doing. And because I don't know why. I mean, I've thought about it at one time. Like I should do that. I should be a suit guy too. Uh, Rhett, welcome. Welcome, man. Thanks for being here. Man, thank you so much. Uh, fun stuff. Sometimes things just find you. Sometimes we find things and, you know, you just kind of go with it. Sometimes it's a bad joke that never really got finished. And, uh, you know, a lot of things that I do, if it makes me laugh, I think it's 
maybe that's a good idea. And sometimes I'm the only one laughing, but you know, sometimes it works out that uh, things will stick and uh, you can keep going off of them. That's kind of what I want to talk about is looking at the things we've done successfully in the past and bringing that back to the, back to now the present. And we always are trying to one up what we did or one up something else. Uh, you know, a, a lot of us probably on here probably view ourselves as the biggest competition and what's going on. How do we keep going with stuff? How do you keep things moving? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, things that we have around us. We continue to uh, do a different take on a different version of it. And that's kind of what I want to share some stuff with. So uh, I would like to share a couple of videos, a few quick videos. Can I have the ability to share with this, I guess? Yeah. And let me also say, Red, before we before we go, oh, as, it as you, uh, Rhett is Century 21. So this yeah. is a, this is the next one. And, and Rhett is a, a very big deal within that organization. So if you're a C21er, uh, raise your hand. I'm sure you've seen Rhett speak before at one of the C21 events. Uh, so Rhett, yes, take it away, my friend. Absolutely. So, all right, we got record. You got uh, sharing going. Do, can you give him access, uh, Tristan? Yeah, I think he should be good. I put him as a co-host. You should be good. Um, I think the I, the maybe in the wrong link though. It's just the I I do stuff backwards. So anyway, we won't take too long with it. We can't if pull you, it out. Right. You can always send us the link, and I can post it up for you. Which one are you looking for? Uh, well, Andy put them on my computer. Some stuff we haven't even released yet. So some of it's just sitting here. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. Let me. Let me just unmake you co-host and make you co-host again. So and one thing we could also do, if it doesn't work, Rhett, you could also just send them over to us and then we could yeah, host them. Definitely. I'll um, do that for sure. We, yeah. All right. You should you should be good to go, man. In the meantime, if you want, I can share one of my favorite videos that you just hey, go ahead, put go, out. yeah, go ahead and share that one and then we can have the follow-up one right after that. Yeah. Very absolutely. Recently, so. Here's what Rhett's talking about when he says, we're looking at things that we've done in the past that we did well, and we're looking at doing them again, but differently. And one of the videos that he did a long time ago, which I loved and I shared everywhere, is the one where he changes up his suits. And, and he just redid that one. Here's a short, it's not the long one, but if you want to follow him on Instagram, here's what this looks like. Let me pause it. Let me turn up the volume and let me grab this and tell me if you can see my screen jeff yep. red okay here we go can't hear it though oh there man. It is. you can't hear it let me just put up the link so everyone can see this then no Hold but on. you can you can still play it it's still a pretty cool video yeah but i'm gonna grab the link instead okay. and share it with everyone in the chat now you're gonna go everyone watch us on instagram right now and follow Rhett. You're going to love that video, just the creativity and then just understanding of what he's talking about saying, and, and we don't do this. I don't see anybody here doing this where we go back and we take a look at what's worked and we do more of that and change it up, right? That's, that's what we need to be doing. Okay. Uh, Rhett found his video. I love this. Uh, we see your screen, buddy. I see the bench. You, see? you see the picture? You see the bench. Okay. Perfect. I see the bench. Get ready to play? Yep. Yep. Let's go. All right. So the one that you just shared was a different version. So uh, in the little context behind this, there was a video we did about three or four years ago. I probably had maybe 20 suits or so at that time. And that's one of the ones Tristan was referring to. Uh, we remade that. That video took about a couple of hours, hit the full suits. And then got thinking like we haven't done anything with this again. I've got over 55 suits now, which is a whole nother story, but uh, we incorporated created a video shoot and a photo shoot and did multiple shots in every single suit staying in the same position. Took over six hours just to shoot it. I don't know how long the guys took editing it, but uh, 
the one that, uh, that, that Tristan shared from Instagram, that is uh, from uh, Andy, that's on my sales team, but that uh, one of our employees, he, he edited that one. And then James, our video guy, did this one. So I'll play it for you guys too. It's 30 seconds. <laughs> So good, man. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Right. How long did it take to shoot that video? Yeah. Six, hours, six hours, but we did that video, the one that you just shared from Instagram, and also uh, had another backdrop set up, and I had a photographer in here doing still shots. So I was like, it's a pain in the ass putting on all these all these suits. I mean, and hanging them back up and everything. But I got 55 profile shots made uh, in different poses um for different times of the year all these a lot of these are holiday associated or something going on during the year or a sports team or whatever it is so pretty cool we get a chance to uh to do that and uh while we're talking about that theme i'll share one more thing and go back to what we were doing i believe it is this one right here if you don't mind i'll share this one and this is less than a minute but uh this is going to be what i talk about too is the consistency of doing postcard campaigns incorporating a lot of stuff back with it yesterday uh, go to his instagram all of you check check out his video from yesterday him and his team rhett was santa claus and his reindeers and they went through they were walking through uh the chick-fil-a drive-thru <laughs> it's so awesome all right you take back over if you want to tristan i'm, I'm good i think oh okay hold on let me let me do this, this is funny dude i want to see that other one uh here's some questions for you though because people are are looking in and saying, wow, six hours. Uh, that's a lot of commitment. That's a lot of video. I mean, there, there's a lot of pieces but, to what you do. It um, is. And I might say, but, but also how long did it take to acquire and the expense of acquiring 55 suits too. I mean, so that, that's, that's a little bit insane. It's insane with itself, but I bet people have 50 shoes in their closet and I bet they could do something similar with shoes or whatever it is. So everyone's got that social social object or something that they do uh, I do a lot of stuff around fishing with my kids. I post a lot of content about that. That's a, that's a lot of our YouTube strategy. Um, actually, I'm going to develop that into a, a totally new channel for that as well. Um, so we're getting a lot of traction there with it. Um, but that postcard campaign is, is so solid with staying consistent with our past clients and our referral partners. And I, I really, I didn't know until I sat down. I keep following a little, little ring right here and I uh, keep hang, hanging it up in my office. Every time we do another one, put a, put a hole in it, put on the ring. 16 of these we do them four times a year and plus i do you know christmas card that i send out to just you know some of my immediate immediate friends and family as well 
But this goes out to 3,000 people four times a year. And we're constantly adding to that to that list. It started out, it was 500, then it was 1,000, then it was you know 3,000. And it's continuing to grow. So, um, but by doing that, it's a very simple, uh, it's five seconds of fun before it goes in the recycling bin or whatever. But a lot of people hang on to these or they hang them up. And we send them to local restaurants and we send them to local bars on the area. And uh, we always print another hundred extra ones we take around with us and just hand them out when we're doing different events and stuff too. People ask, hey, how do I follow you guys? It's, it's better than a business card. It's just got the picture they wanted anyway, but they've got it and they take it with them. So a lot of cool stuff, but th this the consistency of those things. So when I mentioned, take the things that you already have and then go deep with it, you know, that whole shoot taking that long was a little bit extreme, but I had like basically five or six different ideas that we could capture footage or video of that we just had a couple of different videos so far. I can do a whole other one that only based on Christmas seats, or I could do it over something around Halloween or something around another time of the year. But I've got the, the content and the footage there in different poses so that, I mean, I can make 50 videos. I think people get tired of it by then, but there's a lot of really good stuff that we can edit back in and do other things, which is really, I'm excited also to see what, um, uh, you know, y'all's team can do. We've we kind of partnered recently with Social Genius and I'm excited about that. And this is what, what my big strategy is, is taking the things that we're already doing and we already have and getting maximum exposure across all platforms with them. A lot of the short form content, but also doing a little deeper dive with some of the other stuff. So uh, that's going to be really, really big for what, what we're trying to do. But uh, start off with what you have and uh, um, make it around something you already enjoy. If you already enjoy something or you uh, have, have gotten deep enough into whatever it is, you know, use it. And uh, uh, like I said, I, I, I really I haven't spoken at many conferences where I have a lot of these seats. I started out an ugly Christmas sweater party that I had one for and I just started, they found me. I kept, you know, they're showing up my feed on social media. I'm that guy that buys stuff. I mean, it's stuff I want, right? And I see it, I like it, and I buy it. Um, that's how a lot of consumers operate, right? And uh, a lot of people like to consume what, what you guys are doing because they see what you're doing, but it's not always about the real estate stuff you're putting out there. That's part of it. And that's, people need to know what you do, but they need to know that they can like you, know you, trust you, feel like they, um, you know, they're already friends before you even meet in person. So that when you do finally meet, there's already that familiarity. It's almost like the celebrity status in a way. Jeff talks about this a lot, so does Tristan, but it, it works. And it's kind of humbling. And a lot of times you don't really want to understand that it's working and how it's working. So um, a lot of cool stuff there. But uh, we just try to do creative content with a very strong community focus. And that that's like you, you mentioned, looking at my feed earlier and from yesterday, the whole Chick-fil-A drive through. That was an afterthought because we were really... Uh, obviously we always, uh, we've done the elf on the shelf stuff and we did the reindeer thing this year, uh, for our Christmas card, but we help out with the shop on a cop and there's like four different days of that. Um, and we participated three to four days this year. Uh, Jeff was here one of the days. So I didn't tell him and it went him to think, think we were going to have to leave for that. But, uh, now we stayed and, and listened to his, his stuff because it's really, really good, but we go and participate with that. We help show off what the local law enforcement agencies are doing. They raise money on their own through fundraisers, golf tournaments, whatever they do. And they take underprivileged underprivileged kids and special needs kids. And a lot of them are affected by their actual departments and they take them shopping uh, to get them what they need and what they want. They spend a couple hundred dollars on each kid, look either Target or Walmart, buying them clothes, socks, you know, pajamas, whatever they need, shoes, and also letting them get toys. And there's a lot of those kids, that's all they get. And years ago, they reached out to the police department or the, uh, the president of the paternal order police reached out and, uh, 
and said, hey, we want you to, we want to hire you guys to come do a video for us. Like they were looking to pay us to do something. So, well, let's think about this. And what he thought he wanted was a seven to 10 minute video about what they did. And I said, well, what are you really trying to achieve? We just need better exposure for us. I, I agree because I don't really know what this is. I've lived here for 20 years uh, plus, and I didn't, you know, know what was going on with it. And then we got a chance. So why don't we let us just attend it and let us capture as it's going on, kind of my own perspective. We can say things a little different than you can about yourself. And we showed the officers kind of that uh, that 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 kindness they were they were given and the joy on their face being able to help people. And and that went uh, went, a, went a really long way. And we we partnered with them even still. Now the whole team's involved with it. We actually kind of help out some of the kids with shopping and, and our, our whole sales team, uh, which is who all in those photos. They, they really get a lot out of it. And uh, going back to the themes they always come up with, which that's another thing. So it's a chore figuring out something different every time. But everyone has buy-in on that. And uh, it's kind of one of the prerequisites of the team. So might want to be a part of it. A retro, retro group is the name of the team. If you want to look us up there, I'm not sure which one he, he shared. But uh, uh, we have a lot, of, a lot of good fun with this kind of stuff. But, but having buy-in from everybody and, and their ideas um, is what makes it what it is. You know, I start off with something crazy. What, what else do you have? And then what, what can we do to, to really be impactful at the same time? When we do the photo shoot for the card, we're going to do some video content also, and we're going to have a call to action. We might do a giveaway. We did one of my favorite ones. It's probably the most successful. We did a pandemic during the pandemic. Went to a local grocery store. We gave away 21, uh, you know, pick a good number, 21, right? Honey baked hams and uh, gave those away. Uh, I mean, we, and the, the little call to action was even if you you don't want it for yourself, you can give it to whoever you want to that, that's in need or whatever. And we also gave away give, a gift card to a local grocery store. And uh, but we got inside of a grocery store during a pandemic uh, to shoot this content. They weren't really letting a lot of people in with stuff. And it was because we were you know trying to do it the right way. We did the mask and all the other stuff. So, uh, but it was uh, it was a lot of a lot of fun. It's also very rewarding to be able to do that and uh, and to see how it actually impacted people um, you know locally. So. Uh, little stuff like that. You just kind of be creative, take the thing you're already doing and try to make it a little bit better. That, that's what I'm always trying to work on. And, and then going back on the strategies for each of the uh, the channels, um, Facebook's always been our biggest go-to. I wish I'd gone deeper into YouTube earlier on, but we got into that a little bit later. Um, but I'm dealing with this now. Tristan has tried to help me with a little bit. My Facebook company's brokerage page is shut down right now from being able to advertise on uh, or put a lot of posts. We put a little bit out, but it's very, very crippled right now. So I don't know what to do with that. We're going to figure it out at some point, but um, a lot of the content we had on there and a lot of the, the views and stuff kind of falls off over time. So, um, you know, we've always kept our content. I have, I have several hard drives and a safe, you know, that, that we keep extra stuff on, but like that, that um, the analytics behind it, you know, that it goes away. So, uh, which brings back the point I'm talking about too, is like repurposing some of your old content that you can bring back in a different light and uh, share some of the things that, that we've done in the past. And, uh, you know, you can get in your own head about, well, that one person no longer is on our team anymore. Yeah, but, but I've spent thousands of dollars creating this content. They were okay with it at the time. It's nothing that's putting them in a bad light. We're going to reshare that again. We'll just say this was from the past. At the end of the day, they're wearing a costume. People might not recognize them anyway, right? So I don't get in my own head so much um, if, if that's one of the cases if somebody's no longer in real estate or whatever. But you, you think about how can you take what you have and make it better? Or just take what you're working on. Like we did that content. We want to make it in different, we shot it in different formats so we can put it in different places. We have the short form and the long form and uh, used a couple different backgrounds as well. Like the one was around the, the coffee bar in our office. The other one was in front of the, the bench in the window. So it, it took, we took something that would have taken five hours and we made it six hours. But we got five times the stuff 
out of it. And that's what we have to think about. So our time is so precious, but how can we plan out what we're doing and be more intentional and then, you know, have the plan to go back and make sure we're putting it where it goes. So I don't want to ramble too much. You guys, you got any, any direction we to, to, to kind of share more with or, or focus with? I'm, I'm happy yeah, to share. I, yeah. I think the, the biggest challenge we're finding is people, people have a, a, a mindset issue when it comes to really sitting down and saying, well, I can, I can actually do this because they look at your finished products. They look at Jeff's products uh, on social and they're like, well, man, they're so far, they're so far advanced. Like, how do I even get there? If you were going to start all over, where, where would you be able to then incrementally grow to where you're at? How does that look? Well, I, I think everyone has pretty much had to start over when short form video became the norm because it doesn't really matter how fancy of equipment you have, whatever. Everyone's kind of on the level playing field for the most part with doing stuff on their phone. And the ones that use their phone the best, the most, the most, or the best at techniques with editing skills and things like that can get the stuff put together. Um, it doesn't, some of the stuff is not expected to be as professionally, you know, um, shot or produced or whatever. You can do a lot of that stuff with some really cool apps and have that finished product look very close to that and, and get it out there quickly. That's huge. I think it's just a matter of just staying, staying current with what's going on. And the cool thing about it is, is for us, is like, you know, I've run a very, I don't know, large team. We got a, a medium sized team. We guess eight, eight members total, three of them are staff, but we, we do high volume. So um, we, we do have a good bit of marketing that we do, but we're getting mileage out of not having to, you know, spend money to promote some of these, um, you know, self-promotional type type things. We can just put these out there in different platforms and those things take off like wildfire. And then because of that, when we are advertising uh, a listing or things like that, and we still have advertising budgets, of course, for all that, it already has that credibility or the, the analytics to help push that a little bit further. So I think we're able to kind of leveraging the, the fun stuff to throw out a little bit of a uh, little bit of extra stuff, you know, the jab, 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 right hook, Gary B approach stuff. You know, you got to give a bunch of stuff away and sometimes just a smile to somebody. It, times are stressful. People have a lot going on. Uh, a lot of people just want to sit there and scroll and, and smile for a minute or just, you know, kind of use that as they're, they're sitting around the TV. So, uh, you know, I kind of think about it as, you know, if we can do something, make them laugh a little bit or be a little bit goofy or at least just wonder, hey, what was that? that? That's kind of bizarre. Or, you know what? That's interesting. I'd like to know more about that. And then when the real estate conversations come up, they already know what you do. You just kind of have to be be more subtle with it. And I think that's, a very solid approach, but I still have to remind myself, and this is the hard part for me, is I do have to do more real estate content. And uh, uh, I just got, I have to do it in ways that doesn't bore me. And, and that's hard um, to, to know that uh, it's there. But but now I re revert back to what do people want to know? They want to know certain answers to things at different times. So we're answering those questions that we get asked anyway. I'm just trying to get better about pulling the camera out and at least recording it as I'm answering the question, which and then turn around and just post it. Now someone else could benefit from that. It might only be two people, but those two people that benefited from might be the, your next customers you need, right? So, uh, and Jeff and I were talking about this, and uh, he thankfully was able to use me as kind of the guinea pig when we did the, the class in our office. Uh, I, was, I posted something and it didn't get the same attraction. I posted something completely random and different that got a ton of attraction. And, uh, you know, I was just, it just I was just kind of made it come, it's kind of bizarre that this didn't take off better. And kind of, you know, use that as a, as a legitimate example. It was kind of good to hear the perspective. It's like, you know, that didn't come across, well, but you still got several hundred views out of it. And, you know, the, the real point, the takeaway from that is those several hundred are my people. Like they consumed that and loved it and watched all of it. And as long as I'm entertaining that small group of what's going on, that's, that's good and important. So 
the lesser performing videos that had the right kind of messaging in there or entertainment or whatever it is you're trying to do to stay in front of your people is what you got to keep doing consistently. And then the anomalies when you have one go viral or, or get, you know, a lot of views, that's just kind of cool. Maybe, you know, and we're talking about this too, is looking at those analytics or else what should I make more content about? What does the audience really want to see? And do you have the ability to make more content about that topic or do you want to just learn about that topic and then post your learnings about it as you go? So uh, all interesting, relevant stuff. But the one thing that I try to do as much as anything is, is I have a goal. I don't, I don't have to be everyone's, you know, realtor in my market, but I want everyone on the market to know that I sell real estate. And they, and they do because of just repetition doing this. I mean, I, I've hired James, our, our video content creator, been working together for eight years, getting together one day a month, shooting local business content uh, or local commercials on local commercials on local businesses about them. And we soft brand it and uh, you know put it out there over and over and over and or whatever event they have coming up, up or whatever their their community happenings are going on. We share that and it's almost like a, a you know, there's some section of the, the news or media or whatever you want to call it. But a lot of these same companies, they've never had any idea about anything like that for them. They might even advertise. They just have a very solid business. They're good at what they do. And these are companies that are the, my competitors. Uh, or, you know, I said we're all competitors and we're all friends in, in, in the real estate business. We come from a place of abundance. But, you know, if their parents run a dry cleaning service and they're one of my uh, one of the agents I go up against listings with, I'm still going to promote that dry cleaning service because they do a good job. Right. And uh, uh, that's where I take my stuff. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to endorse somebody I don't know anything about. And unless it's something new that we're saying, hey, this is a new business. If you want to try them out, you're welcome to. This is what they do. We do some of that because you cycle through so many in a smaller town. But uh, it's really cool how you can just constantly stay in front of people. But but it's that that consistency of doing that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of times you do it one day a month, all day long. It's an exhausting day. And there's been several times that like you just don't feel like it. You got to do it. And I read a comment earlier, one of the, and then someone said, I want to do this, this, uh, you know, this video strategy, I'm paraphrasing it, but I don't know if I want to do the work. And at the end of the day, it is work. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like cold calls and there's some people that don't mind it at all, but like, we have to do some calls sometimes to call back our people, maybe not the cold calls, but you got to follow up call with people sometimes. Right. There, yep. I don't care what it is that you do. There are going to be some aspects of it that this work, but it's got to be done to get you through the closing table to get more deals, more clients. Social media is that work right now that a lot of people have been avoiding, but they need to do. You know, for some people, it's like going to the gym. If you're not committed to going to the gym, you got to make that commitment. And I find, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot, and that's one of the main reasons I decided to partner you know, with Social Genius this year to, to figure out some things that I want to do better is I'm finally going to get serious about video. I have played around with video. Even though we've done it every month, I'm about to get serious with video and and really incorporate it uh, a lot more intentionally. I record a lot, uh, especially stuff with my kids, family, things I'm already doing, but I'm very poor about telling the whole story or getting to a point where I've got a usable piece of content. I was joking around, so I could probably die and somebody get my phone and have six years worth of content in my phone that I recorded unique stuff that, that's just trips I go on or whatever it is we're doing, fishing in Florida, fishing tournament with my kids, cheerleading competitions, whatever, whatever's there. Um, but you have to have that right context to tell a story through there. And that's the part that I'm getting better about. And some of them, I just got to do it a little, you know, a uh, little video saying a few words or putting a few words on a screen, telling the audience what's going on. And that's the part that I'm, I'm becoming much more intentional about. And uh, that's what I'm excited about for, for 2023. And there's, there's two things I want to, I want to mention, Red. First of all, I love that you, how you articulated that uh, like your freeze dried steak 
content, which was just a random in the moment thing is viral. But ultimately, when you go back to the, the real estate content, this is the way it works for all of us. Your yep. business content, by and large, will be duds because no one's going to social for business content. That's spammy content. That's just the reality. The reason why you do the freeze-dried steak and the random authentic stuff is because that's where you get the mass eyeballs to potentially create more followers who then become, out of that pocket, raving fans who are the 100, 200, 300 views who actually watch the stuff that you want them to see. Very few of us, if any of us, are going to be massively viral because we're real estate agents or real estate professionals, mortgage professionals, whatever. But that's the game. And Rhett's figuring this out. And we talked about this the other day because we kind of just had our little mastermind session. I'm like, dude, you need to do more fishing. You need to do more of the cooking because your audience is telling you that's what they want. And uh, I love how you said that. But I have a question because, because your style is so incredibly unique. One of the hardest things for people on social is just putting themselves out there. It's just genuinely, let alone as a clown. And I say that lovingly because I, you know I love your stuff. These are clown seats. I, I'll be I, the first one to say it. I love it. I love it. But for the old school people, there's so many people in our world that A, would call you a clown and say, you're not professional. Or uh, there's people that, you know, I've had countless people come to me and say, uh, you know, a local agent cut me down because they said, what are you doing? What are you just a local mayor? Are you not selling real estate anymore? When in reality, that means they're doing something right because they're putting out content that's actually interesting to their audience. And the person who is the troll, the person who's talking smack is frankly, either just completely ignorant. Uh, I'm going to be nice yeah. uh, or, or they're intimidated uh, because they can't do it themselves. They're afraid to do it themselves. And so Rhett, you're at, like, you're at, you're at the highest level of goofiness. And so when, when we talk about it and, and somebody's thinking to themselves, oh, I couldn't do that because I'm going to turn off the professional person. How do you react to that? Because I think that's a big fear of people is if I'm not professional, I'm going to lose customers. But how do you how do you respond to that? So I'm, I'm going to say this. A lot of people won't, won't catch this or hear or understand it. But when I put on that seat, okay, I'm going to say, I put it on. I don't see that seat. Everybody else sees that seat, right? There's a lot of me mental ability that comes from something like that. I don't know. It's kind of funny. I've gone to a conference and I'll be on stage. And I've spoken one of these, whatever. And then I'll go to lunch. I'm like, what the hell are these people staring at me? Like, what's their problem? And they realize, oh shit, I'm wearing the seat, you know? <laughs> but you, you have to just be, uh, you know, comfortable with that, like somewhat about not caring. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I try to do the goofy stuff, but also I'm extremely involved with community stuff. I, I'm very, I want to be that dad's really support of my kids, my family and my wife and everything. And if we, if they've got something going on, like the state, my daughter's cheerleading uh, uh, team for the high schools going to the state competition and they had the marching band out there and they had the big send off of the bus and all the moms going there and decorate the bus, everything. Well, I brought, I heard James and we went over there and uh, you know, I've done enough stuff at the school. They know who we are. We walked right in, got in the little, the little pep talk they got by one of the dads right before they got on the bus. We were able to record that. Got a chance showing off the band, showing like letting people live through that moment that couldn't leave work to go see the send off and, uh, and just highlight that and, uh, and really take, use stuff like that. It was already going, I was there anyway, right? I had to go to this because um, I wanted to, wanted to, but it's like, I got a chance to show everyone else that wasn't there and probably a lot of people that were there saw the video, I, I showed things that they didn't get to see because they're standing in line outside, just, you know, waving a little, uh, you know, pom-pom or holding up the sign. 
when you can go deeper and, and, and do that for folks, it paints you in a really positive light. So the ones that are going to sit there and call me a goofball and that's unprofessional, you wear this kind of stuff. And then they get a chance. The coworker, that guy's an idiot. He said, well, well, maybe not, not all bad. He just showed this and I didn't get a chance to leave work, but I got to watch my granddaughter, you know, uh, go off on the, on the parade because I couldn't get out of work or I could, I had another commitment. So when you can kind of marry what you're doing in life, uh, along with some of the fun stuff that's extreme, like I posted a, a, a video earlier that I, I very likely are going to get several tickets from. I mean, this is really a little bit bold for me, especially on Facebook, but I listen to Jeff and I put it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube shorts, all of it. And on my stories, um, and I'm not proud to say this. I, I broke like five laws at one time. This is not my, my character, but when we volunteer for the shop with a cop, uh, we're in a, like a, a procession of, of police cars. A lot of times we ride in a police car. Well, there were uh, a few different, uh, uh, the shifts, the way the shifts kind of worked out this year being the four different times, they didn't have enough uh, police officers to have all the kids riding cars and us riding cars with it. So we let the kids have the spot in the police cars. We drove, I drove uh, kind of separate. Early. I needed to get back to this event uh, and get ready for it. So I was driving in between. It's like a mile to, you know, to where the Walmart is. When I'm riding down the road, I'm like, I pulled my phone out. This is too cool not to video. Not smart. Shouldn't have done it. But, you know, I'm Gen Xer. We, we invented driving and videoing, you know, um, years ago before it became illegal. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is I, I got a chance to kind of capture it. We're in, I'm wearing a reindeer suit, too, by the way. I'm like, this cops follow me. And then you know, I'm also about to run a red light, but we you know they're, they're all the intersections were blocked. So it was as safe as an environment you get with it, but it's taken your comfort zone and pushing a little bit further. That may be a little bit too extreme. I was a little bit nervous about doing that. I showed it to one of the, uh, you know, uh, one of the, you know, someone there that I have a lot of respect for. It's like, can I get away with this and, and like not be look, look bad upon for it? He's like, I think you should post it. It's funny. So, all right, good enough. I'll still probably gonna get a ticket. I'm sure because somebody's gonna get on there and complain about it and they're going to tell the wrong person. But at the end of the day, you got to do a little bit extreme in, in what you're doing and be comfortable enough realizing there may be some circumstances to what you do. You may make somebody mad. You may offend somebody. But at the end of the day, Jeff, we've talked about this. If people are talking about you and it's not terribly bad, you know, um, it's, they're still talking about you. And a lot of times they're talking about you to who? Someone else. And the other person may already have a different opinion. And if they don't, then they go look you up. Well, they're going to see all these other things you have going on. They're going to resonate with the stuff that, you know, the algorithms are going to put the things that they connect with the most anyway in front of them. So they will probably see some of the things they might relate to more so than the things they might not relate to. Uh, we all see the different videos show up from, from different, uh, different people, not all their stuff, but some of it. So we got a good opportunity of, of really um, touching a lot of different folks by, by being ourselves. I think that's what it comes down to. And, and it's so funny when I hear people say, well, I'm boring. I don't really have any hobbies. I don't really do anything. It's like, you really do. You may have lost touch with some of those, but everyone has interests. Like, you know, Kristen just mentioned pickleball. You could be doing a whole lot of content on pickleball alone, which you probably are doing some. But um, I don't see that content yet because I'm not into pickleball, but I'm sure I'm going to see some now since I said it. They're listening. You know, <laughs> the phone's listening to me. I'll probably get all kind of stuff showing up. But those are the kind of things you just have to see opportunities or maybe you have an interest in doing something. The, the, the food uh, um, freeze dry machine, I've wanted one for a couple of years. And this is so dumb. I like freeze dried Skittles. I think they're cool. Uh, they're, you know, my daughter likes them as well. It's like, I decided to go ahead and buy one of these machines. Um, but right before I bought it, the guy, um, where at Halloween, he said, Hey, I'll, I'll bring you some freeze dried steaks that, that, um, that I did. We can try them out. And everybody's like, Oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. And that's the video. Like the reaction of that group had the reaction there. I, I don't know, 20,000 views in, in a, a week or so. I don't know. It, it's crazy. And then I'd spend, 
six hours, all kind of time and get 300 views on, on a video that I put a lot of effort into. But at the end of the day, they both have relevancy. We just have to figure out how they come back together. But I will be making more freeze-dried product content because for whatever reason, people are interested in it. And they may not be something that I gain business off of, but part of my goals are to gain some of my following across the board. And a lot of that stuff will cross market. I'll be able to benefit people that are listening to this group right now that connect with me because the people that like freeze-drying stuff in wherever city you're in now have a referral partner for there, right? So we have to think bigger and deeper and, and of abundance, but always think about how can we, you know, I like to use the word capitalize on, on all aspects of what we're doing because we can we can all benefit, benefit each other much more by just being ourselves and being more intentional. Well, dude. This has been powerful, man. It's been very powerful. Um, I appreciate you being on today. Listen, folks, you can go check out Red Stuff. I mean, he shared it. In the, he shared it obviously throughout this. He, he's giving you his ideas and strategies, and it's okay for you to take these and now go use them in your business. And you should. I think Red would, would be tickled by that. And so, uh, grab this stuff. Obviously, Ed killed it. Red, you killed it. This has been fantastic. I appreciate you giving us a behind the scenes and even sharing some things that, that nobody's even seen yet. So uh, yeah. super valuable, man. And um, and we've shared the links in the chat. We'll drop them in there one more time to go follow not only Red Harmon, but also the Retro Group. Um, go check his stuff out. His team is doing some amazing things. I've got his postcard sitting right here. Uh, for those of you with teams, this right here is a great way to stand out. Do more fun things like, not only that, that's a culture game. That's a culture play with your team and with your company. Yes. And um, I, I love Dude, it. Hold on, on that on that postcard. Uh, I'm, some people may hate me now, but can you please stop sending me your postcards of Christmas with you and your family? Like I know you're alive. I have social media. I don't really care about your photo shoot. Like that does nothing to me. Right. I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck did somebody just send me? Trash. Do what Rhett is doing. Like make it fun. Like I know you're alive. I'm watching you on social. I don't need another one of your postcards, but Rhett's, I need because it makes me laugh. It's different. And, it's out. And the, the follow-up to that is that my, now my, my personal Christmas card list is much smaller. We have other team. I don't want to send one of my agents on our team. I don't want to send them my personal Christmas card. We have our own list of stuff. Everyone gets the, the ones we do quarterly. But I, the one that I do send out, and my, it's getting harder. We got a 16-year-old, 14-year-old, 11-year-old, but they still participate and get it. But we wear – they wear – this kind of crazy stuff too, because it's kind of expected, you know, people, if we don't, people are kind of let down by it. So I do another photo shoot at the same time or similar uh, with that. And we send those out uh, as a follow-up one will always go out right before the other, but by staggering a week or so um, it, it's just another reiteration. Oh yeah. I remember that guy and believe it, it's crazy how many places I've been where I see one of these things still hanging up and it's from months ago. So um, it works and it's, it's cheesy and it's there, but, like I said, five seconds of fun before you get rid of it. And, uh, you know, the call to action is always very, very subtle. And uh, if you guys want to um, be added to my list, um, you know, you're more than welcome. I'm fighting. How, we huh? how, how do we get added to your list? Can I just give him my cell phone number and just text me? Is that, the, is that inappropriate to do that? Well, nope. Well, that's inappropriate for you, maybe. <laughs> I don't and care. Just make sure when you put your cell phone number that everyone that you send this to Remind them that they need to go to Social Con in Los Angeles, January 23rd. Absolutely. Right? Well, dude, I'm excited about that. I just put up the link. Yeah, but if you, if you send me a text right now with that, that's my personal cell phone number. It's not a Google deal or anything. Uh, 
I will uh, I'll add you to my postcard list. And if you if I run out of the ones we've already pre-printed for Christmas, I'll add you on the one we do in the spring. So if nothing else, it's something else you can take back to your office and, and look, there are very, very few original ideas that no one's ever done. Right. I take a blend of all the cool stuff I see other people do and I do my own take on it. You guys do the same thing. Nothing is that sacred with doing a postcard and whatever, but you got to make it your own. But but keep in mind, we started seeing traction from this after two years. Four years into it, it's paying dividends. People don't forget about us. And that's huge. Like what I, you mentioned the stats the other day, I'll, I'll screw them up, but you want to tell about the amount of folks that will use the same agent again, if they can remember who they were, but they don't, or they don't use them or whatever. Mm -hmm. You've got to stay in touch in front of them. They're getting bombarded by everyone with all the new cool, whatever it is, but they like that consistent and they know they can get a hold of you. And the reason I know it works is because they call me with the stupid real estate questions all through the process, right? The ones that we, uh, the waste of time question, oh, what happened about this? Or what about my setup? Those are the ones that are so bad because they're still remembering you after the transaction, they're still asking you for information. That's how you know you did a good job and you stay in touch with them. And it just gives you that other little nudge. Even if you're not the best at remembering to call them in between, which we should be doing too, this is another layer on top of the social. And some of them aren't on there, but the ones get see it from social and they see this. But we have people that are actually, they're, they're you know, we'll probably do a contest coming up soon. We'll guess the next, or, or help us come up with the next theme for what we're going to do or a theme because one, we're starting to run out of ideas. So if you got an idea for that, I'll, I'm, I'm all ears too. But, um, you know, uh, but you mentioned the culture. Yeah. When, when somebody wants to interview for the team or agent, it's like, how do you feel about this? And like, <laughs> hey, you, you, you fit into this reindeer suit. Yes or no? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So good. Are you, so you going to actually walk around and be yourself and talk to people? You know, you got, you got to do it. And uh, it's amazing how, how uh, being yourself, I mean, a little bit goofy, but the cool thing, the cool flip side of that is they had no idea how helping the kids that are, their you know, shopping and stuff, how much it impacts their lives by being able to give, just give their time and, and participate with that. Really, really special stuff. Love it. I love Brett, thank you for being on, man. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be, we'll be in touch. Hopefully you get like 7,000 text messages today. All right. They're yeah. coming through, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If, right. if you don't get at least 175 texts, I'll be disappointed. All right. It's, it's, it's coming through now. So I, I hope I have enough uh, cards left over to, to send back. I may make those. <laughs> Y'all have a good one, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah, brother. Take care, man. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.